In his recent USA Today column, titled Baseball Writers Should Rename Award, Bob Nightingale wrote that several former baseball MVPs have complained that their award has the name of longtime commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis on it. Landis, in his 25 years as commissioner, made no effort to integrate baseball and often was resistant to integrating the game. It was only after his death in 1945 that African Americans finally crossed baseball's color line. Nightingale also wrote that the Baseball Writers Association of America, whose members vote annually to decide baseball's MVP, need to step up and make their own internal change in response to the growing demand to remove representations of racism. He wrote, it's time for the BBWAA to remove the name J.G. Taylor Spink, associated with the greatest honor given annually to a baseball writer. After pointing out that Spink, best known as the founder of the Sporting News, openly opposed the integration of baseball, Nightingale urged the BBWAA to change the name of its annual award to another influential baseball writer, such as Red Smith or Dave Anderson, Wendell Smith or Shirley Povich. Given a choice from that distinguished group of baseball writers, my vote would go to Wendell Smith. He was a pioneer in the integration of baseball and a champion of civil rights, but he was also a victim most of his life and career of racial injustice. When Wendell Smith was playing American Legion baseball in Detroit, he pitched a one nothing shutout in a playoff game. After the game, a Detroit Tigers scout signed Smith's white catcher and opposing pitcher, but he told Smith, I wish I could hire you, kid, but I can't. Smith was so hurt that he vowed to dedicate himself to the plight of African-American ballplayers. When Smith became sports editor of the Pittsburgh Courier in 1938, he kept his word by crusading to integrate baseball. He started by interviewing National League managers and players when they came to Pittsburgh to play the Pirates, polling all eight managers and 40 players, including Dizzy Dean and Carl Hubble, he found out that 75% believed that if an African-American had the talent, he should be allowed to play in the major leagues. In the summer of 1945, when Branch Rickey became interested in signing a Negro League player, he turned to Wendell Smith, who recommended Jackie Robinson, and after Robinson's signing, lived with Robinson in spring training and prepared him for the racial hatred he would encounter once he crossed baseball's color line. Robinson wrote in a letter to Smith, Dear Wendell, I want to thank you in the paper for all you have done and are doing on my behalf. As you know, I'm not worried about what the white press or people think, as long as I continue to get the best wishes of my people. In 1948, a year after Robinson played in his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers, Wendell Smith crossed his own color line when he became the first African-American to become a member of the BBWAA. His membership came only after he pointed out that Lesnar Rodney, the sports editor of the Daily Worker, was a card-carrying member of the BBWAA, but not the sports editor of the Pittsburgh Courier. When Smith asked why a communist was qualified, but not a Negro, he received his membership card. Wendell Smith died in 1972 at the age of 58 just a month after the death of Jackie Robinson. More than a thousand mourners, including many of Chicago's civic leaders, attended his funeral. Awards at Notre Dame University and by the Chicago Baseball Writers are presented annually in his memory. 
and the Chicago Elementary Award, a school was named in his honor in 1973. But Smith still had one more color line to cross. In 1993, 21 years after his death, he became the first African-American to enter the Baseball Writers Wing of the Hall of Fame when he received the J.G. Taylor Spink Award for meritorious contributions to baseball writing. 23 years ago, on August 8, 1971, Wendell and I were here in Cooperstown on the occasion of the establishment of the wing for players in the Negro Baseball Leagues and to honor those pioneers. It has occurred to me that 22 years after his death, his peers remember his work and dedication to making the game of baseball a favorite pastime for every American. Because he was a very modest man, I am quite sure that it never occurred to Wendell that someday he would be honored as he is here today. The youth who vowed to do something to help African-American ballplayers overcome racial hatred and injustice after his own painful experience with baseball segregation had kept his promise. How fitting it would be to have the BBWAA's Award for Excellence named after Wendell Smith. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.